0: Hello, good human, and welcome or welcome back to the Sunshine Project podcast. My name is Chloe. I am your host, and I am bringing you another little sunshine snack pack today, uh, which essentially is just going to be me having a muse on mic straight into your ears. I hope that you have had a lovely start to 2024. Still can't believe that it's 2024, um, I personally feel like a bit of a weight has lifted off of my shoulders. I don't know if I mentioned it in one of the past episodes, but I'm not usually the sort of person who says, you know, like, this whole year was a mess. I can't wait for the next year. When I used to work in hospitality, I learned to never write off a day. So, like, if we all had a really bad morning in the cafe that I worked at, I would say to others, you know, it was just a bad morning, not a bad day. Like it's, we can, we can decide how much of that was rough and then we can claim the rest of it for ourselves. But somewhere around the 20th of December, I was like, "Mm, might be the whole year actually at this point. Anyway, doesn't matter because you and I have burst into 2024 we have 12 months to really enjoy. I feel really hopeful and excited about the year to come. I think I think it's going to be a good one. I've got a funny feeling it's going to be a good one. And over the last few days, I've been taking some time off and doing some gardening and baking some focaccia and just hanging out and... I just kept coming back to the phrase, I think I like this little life. Look, I should have made an episode about this literally a month ago. I understand if you haven't heard the TikTok sound, it's a song and it's like, I think I like this little life. And then people make videos with clips or photos of their you know, happy, humble lives. Obviously, it then evolved into, you know, the clips and photos being of, like, their Lamborghinis and New York City penthouse apartments, and then it became a meme, which is why I said I should have done this a month ago. I get that the concept has a little bit of cringe to it now, but I suppose this musing is a pushback to that cringe, because I think I do like this little life. And I hope you like your little life as well. And I think the fact that that phrase and that concept has become a meme and has become a little bit cringe is really reflective of our consumerism. I know I sound like the cousin that just plonks themselves down at Christmas lunch and starts talking about wars and politics and things. And that's not my intention. I suppose the idea that people shouldn't be grateful or happy or outwardly proud of the lives that they're building and the small happy moments is just a funny one to me because the older I get, the more I realize, as I've seen other people realize, that it really is the little life aspect. Of what we do that is going to bring us happiness and is going to bring us sunshine and this is the sunshine project after all I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday, and this friend is someone that I only see once or twice a year because they live interstate, but we do celebrate New Year's together every year. And this friend said to me, like, how are you content with life? How are you content here? And this friend said, because sometimes i think you know we should buy the house next door to yours and we should move in here and we should grow veggies and we should um you know join our two houses together and oh yeah i'll i'll tell you about it so with a small group of people in my life i've got an idea that i've been sharing with them for the last few years and it's called the commune and essentially Patrick and I watched, we didn't even watch Old People's Home for Five-Year-Olds, we watched like a Gogglebox episode that showed Old People's Home for Five-Year-Olds and they were talking about some of the really frankly depressing statistics around aged care in Australia and probably all over the world, like the amount of... Depression and um, anxiety and like hopelessness that runs rampant through those places. But that is depressing, and that is not what this episode is about. Basically, we watched this small clip and started talking about how maybe when we are old, we will build other structures on our property because we've got about five acres of land that we'd build other structures on our property for our friends. And instead of us all moving into a retirement village or an old person's home, which is really, really expensive, we would hire nurses to come and care for us all here. So it's like we all pool our money and we're a funny jumble of people. We're like professionals and podcasters and musicians and welders and yeah, just all sorts of different careers. But we would all pool, hopefully, the money that we've made over our lives live in houses on our property and then have people come and care for us here, like have in-house care as opposed to everyone moving away from here. So that's what we call the commune and we think we'll all do it when we're about 80 years old and it started as a joke but it's something I have become increasingly excited about and it's something that our friends have become increasingly on board with because, like, imagine being 80 years old and just living with all your favourite people, and I know it might sound a bit funny that I think that our favourite people now will still be our favourite people when we're 80, but, like, I don't know, our friend group, God, that sounds so high school, is something quite special in that we have a real community. One of our friend's parents was commenting on it when I saw them last and she said that, like, when they were our age, they had the church. They were active members of the church and there was community there, but the community was based on the fact that, God was watching and that they had a responsibility socially and spiritually to one another and that that responsibility and that community kind of fell off over time because they were being held accountable to a higher power that some of them drifted away from, some of them got closer to, some of them, their relationship, you know, with them changed. But she was saying it's pretty cool because we have that community, but it's based purely on friendship and love and wanting the best for one another. Anyway, so that's the commune when we're 80. But my friend was saying like, yeah, sometimes I want to move to the house next door and just start the commune now, and we can grow veggies, and we can can food. And I mean, the more we spoke about it, the more I was like, is this a cult? Is the commune, are we going to be under investigation? But no, it would be a delightful, wholesome way of living. But my friend said, some days I want that and then some days I think, oh my God, no, I'd be so bored. I want to be living in the city and have the rush and the hustle and the bustle and the excitement and I want to be doing something different every day and I need the fast-paced life. And, you know, I've seen friends who have really struggled to date in the modern world because it's like every every time they settle for someone or settle for something, they feel like they're settling. Does that make sense? Every time they like commit and they're like, okay, yes, I can have a beautiful life with this person. Their little lizard brains think, oh, but what about all the other people? What about all the other lives? It's like sliding doors 24 seven. And I get it. Like I've been there. So Stoned at the Nail Salon, which is one of my favorite Lord songs, says, got a wishbone drying on the windowsill in my kitchen just in case I wake up and realize I've chosen wrong. And she's talking about how she loves the life that she has, but she keeps a backup plan in the magic that is the wishbone. And I think maybe that's the answer. I think the answer to my friend's conundrum about not knowing whether they want slow and steady or fast paced and brilliant and the answer to the conundrum about whether people are settling for the right person or settling with the right person, I think the answer to happiness is maybe being contented, is being with what we've got and appreciating what we've got. And I think that the answer to being contented is liking this little life. It's taking time to appreciate the things that make us glad to be alive. And I mean, the minutia, like there's already a whole episode that you and I have done on gratitude, but I'm talking about like the veggie garden that might be overgrown, but it can still be saved. I'm talking about the barista who has a beautiful smile that we get to see each day. I'm talking about If we live close to the city and we love the hustle and bustle or the beach, I'm talking about the things about our friends or our partner or our family, like the lovely things about them that we really are grateful for and we probably don't spend enough time dwelling on because we can get really caught in like the tricky stuff and in the bits that aren't perfect and the bits that aren't ideal. And the way that we get there is... We stop comparing, like comparison culture is just huge. And again, we've spoken about this before, social media is huge for comparison culture and I find that I'm a lot happier when I'm not scrolling and absorbing and comparing all the time. I've got a rule with myself, I'm doing no screens after seven for as long as I can. I'll keep you updated because if I... I'm not comparing anything to anything after 7pm, then it might give me a bit more space to appreciate what I've got, and I'm so grateful and so appreciative, and I love this little life. I love the small joys, and I love the small moments, and I want to spend more time on that, you know? So, yeah, I guess, I guess this ramble from me to you is one that is about taking the time to put some music on in the morning and to soak in the early morning sun and to appreciate the sound of the birds. If you live somewhere, you can hear the birds or the sound of the chatter in a cafe, if that's more your scene. I think it's about appreciating all of those things, finding contentedness in those things, not worrying about whose grass is greener, because the grass is greener where we water it. It's a really tricky habit to break, but yeah, I think, I think we can do it. And if you are struggling with comparing yourself to others, with liking this little life, I suggest two things. Firstly, I suggest thinking about a time when things were really simple and you were really happy. I mentioned working in a cafe earlier and that was a time in my life that things were really simple and kind of sparse and I didn't have you know the beautiful home I do now I didn't have my beloved animals I didn't have the garden and the flowers and the businesses and any of it but I was very happy then too so maybe reflecting on that trying to Keep a grasp on perspective. Again, not comparing, not comparing yourself to those who have it harder than you or worse than you, but just clinging onto perspective as best we can, liking this little life, and then maybe finding a dash of contentedness in it. Okay, that's enough from me. This just feels like the world's longest voice note. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to it. I hope that you've nodded along at some point and i hope you have a wonderful day please feel free to share this episode with someone else who might like a little ramble and please as well and i've never asked this before and i'm just gonna do it just this once i'm not gonna make it a habit please write a review for the podcast if you're enjoying it if you're not enjoying it please don't write a review Please just let me keep on keeping on. But if you are enjoying it and you write a review, that will help other people decide whether it's for them as well. Because I'm not, you know, I don't think everything is for everyone, but I'd love for people to be able to read your words on whatever platform you're listening on and think, oh yeah, that sounds like something I would say. I'll give this a go. Okay. I love you, good human. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye This podcast was recorded and edited on Ghana Land. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal Land.